podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello and welcome to the Fabio Plan Podcast. Hey. 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 Uh, we didn't lose. No, 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 no we didn't lose. It's no our week, week off pod. Uh, I'm Jim Daly and I've got well, I've got four people here. We've got Kevin Day here. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. I'm just getting over a sore throat apart from that. Fine. You sound wonderful. Andy Street is here. Hello. How are you? Effervescent. Ooh, mm, nice. he's, he's been rehearsing that. Adam Sells is here. Hello. How are you? All right, thanks. Wrong, right the wrong answer. There you go. And uh, Tom Maslona. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm on half term. <laughs> He's loving life. Um, I'm, I'm not a school kid. So, people have been asking us what we're doing for this week. What's our special uh, podcast? And we are going to do a Crystal Palace themed quiz podcast. Oh, yeah. Palace themed one. You have thought this before. <laughs> uh, very much stolen from the Quickly Kevin podcast. And um, before we do that, we've got a bit of admin and we are going to do an athletic article as well. And then we're going to get into the quiz. So, are you ready for this week's iTunes review? Mm. We asked me to leave iTunes reviews in the style of Palace staff members. And this one is from Harrison Blitzer, oh. and it just says, <laughs> Deathly Silence. <laughs> and that is the review. <laughs> it's also been left by uh, Mr. Liam Harris, 23. Some FYP badges on the way That's to you. very funny. Very good. Um, are you ready for this week's patron shout-out? Yeah. Can I, get a, can I get a drum roll? Great. Very good. Um, Robert Riviere. Ooh. Hi, Robert Riviere. Thank you, Robert, for your support. What a name. Uh, and you can support us at patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. He sounds like someone Palace signed in circa 2003. Yeah. <laughs> Played one reserve game on trial and then, sorry, yeah. Robert, and then uh, disappeared into the ether. Very much so. And that might be one of the questions Still later better on. better than my Palace career. Um, right, so before we get into the quiz, uh, let's talk about an article from The Athletic. And this week's article is, actually, let me introduce them first. They're a world-class team of writers covering every club, including the best coverage of Crystal Palace. A subscription-based website and app, and they're completely ad-free. No annoying pop-ups, no ads. Just brilliant articles. Welcome to the new home of football writing. This week's article <coughs> is about Mr. Scott Dan. <coughs> Were Scott Dan fans on the pod? Yeah. yeah. Formally. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 um, I think we decided in the last pod that he was fourth in the pecking order now, didn't we? No, we'll, we'll, fifth, didn't he? Well, we're about to find out from this article called Dan Almost Left Palace in January, but now they need him more than ever by the legend that is Dom Firefield. Oh, okay. <laughs> the real Dom Firefield or the fake Dom Firefield? Yeah, which one? Mm, don't know. Hopefully the real one. I can't imagine the fake Don Firefield would even write about Scott Dan, would he? <laughs> it must be the real Don Firefield, for sure. Maybe Don Firefield's got an army of fake Don Firefield. Not in the transfer window, Kev. There's not a lot of material at the moment, is there? Got to stretch it out a bit. Uh, okay, so here's a chunk from that article uh, talking about uh, Dan not playing. Hodgson has con- consistently praised his professionalism, acknowledging the frustration that the former Birmingham City and Blackburn defender must feel on the outside looking in. He remains hugely valued within the setup, yet, had Palace secured a right back last month to relieve Kelly of his duties out wide, Dan might well have been permitted to depart. Interest was mooted from rival Premier League clubs. At least two expressed an interest in taking him on loan till the end of the season, with one apparently willing to make the move permanent in the summer if all went well. Um, would you have been a fan of that, Kevin? Dan, to another Premier League club? That, that can't be a good move, can it? Well, it depends which of the Premier League clubs. If it was Norwich, I wouldn't be that fast. I wouldn't. At this stage of the season, I'm still cross about Wickham being allowed to go, so I'd be, I'd have been even more cross if a central defender was allowed to go in these circumstances, whichever one it was, basically. 
Southie, I mean... Wickham's, uh, Wickham's gone to Sheffield Wednesday to get some game time. Yeah. He was on the bench on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> he scored his David, didn't he? No. no. Oh, OK. <laughs> Good research, Jay. That was your imagination, Jay. Um, so you strike that out of your quiz questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Do you want me to ask the questions or not? <laughs> if you could, I can just go home. It should be um, lovely. So you, you were saying you're formerly a fan of Scott Dan, but not now. But can you see in the current circumstance with our you know, injuries at centre-back that he's still got a job to play? Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I, only, I only meant that in the sense that I wouldn't, if everyone was fit, want him anywhere near the team, to be honest. And to be frank, I think the injury, um, sadly for him, really hurt him, really affected him. Because uh, I can remember, what, two, three years ago, people were talking about him as a possible for the England squad. Um, we were talking about whether we'd be happy for him to go out. For the for the man, for the for the player, for the fact for his service at, at Palace, I'd be quite I'd be quite happy to see him go if it meant that he's playing first team football. I mean, part of the wider problem is how old are our centre backs, Silsey? Any well, of them in the twenties? The, the problem is none of them are often fit enough any, in their <laughs> own right for a long period, are they? That's but are the any of them still in their twenties? Tompkins, uh, maybe. Maybe. Bamadou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly, Kelly's still be in his twenties, I think. Yeah. But it's an, I mean, aging, it's an aging back four, whoever you pick. That's it's a, they're, they're five decent central defenders, and to be honest, normally you could carry four, but there isn't one of them who doesn't seem to have a spell on the sidelines at some stage. And obviously we've we've had Czech Kuyati play there as well, so he did very well when he dropped in there in, in the game at um, <coughs> home to Bournemouth, Bournemouth wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. And so... I think we've needed them all, and it was actually a wise move to add Cahill, but um, I think Sacco is still very much my first choice, mm. and I think probably Cahill or or um, James Tompkins, but Dan Kelly, you're always comfortable with them playing. They don't, it doesn't frighten you, so it is an area where we have proper depth, which is more than we can say about the rest of the, the thing, squad. The thing with Dan as well is, of all those centre-backs, he's the one who is most likely to get a goal. Yeah, I think when he played under Pulis, he's, mm. you know, you would chip him about a four or five goals a season. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, he'd be our top scorer now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and this is the thing. Like, remember, there was a time when he was playing, and Palace fans were talking about him playing for England, um, and he was he was superb. You know, sort of playing around like a Rolls Royce at the back. I think Andy, <laughs> when he goes, he'll still probably go with a lot of good memories from Palace fans, and probably with with best wishes because he at one point he was, you know, arguably one of our best players. Agreed. Brilliant. Okay, that was. <laughs> I think. I think, in fairness, um, JD, that he's, you know, he, he's still very decent. It's just there's a bit of a queue, isn't there, for central defenders, and I could see why another Premier League club or two would see him as a very useful asset in their, in their setup. But I wouldn't be keen for him to go, but would understand it. As Tom said, in terms of his service, he's been a brilliant signing for Crystal Palace. We've had real good value out of this. <laughs> fellow, there's no doubt. Yeah. I could see him going to a championship club. I couldn't see him starting at any other Premier League club. Well, there was a couple, I think, that were interested, you know, that are sort of, let's say, in our pool of clubs that were were considering him. And um, I think he's he's still very decent. I mean, we're very blessed in that position. It's the one area of the squad where you're very comfortable. But like we said... um, Do Alloa need a centre-back? Alloa. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble is with these players. Trouble is with these players. They don't play games. Yeah. You know, in the old system where football combination days, you know, he'd be playing in the reserves every week yeah. and he'd be fit and, you know, people would be looking at him and he'd probably get up to speed. He, since that injury against Man City, he's never had an opportunity to get up to speed. Additionally, mid-contract, it's just very difficult to move a Premier League footballer to another Premier League club. The, mm. Just the economics of it are very, very difficult. So you quite often see some of these players like Gary Cahill going at the end of the contract when you can make things work a bit more easily. But it's it's becoming rarer and rarer to see a player move from one mid-level Premier League club to another. I think Dan Unless Scott... Unless Everton really want to get rid of Cenk Tosson. <laughs> in which case, hands up anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. But also, Scott Dow, it'd be a difficult sell for any other Premier League club if they went, ta-da, here's our marquee signing for this window. It's Scott Dow on loan. Well, he would wages wise, Kev. I think he would. Uh, he could only play for another Premier League club. Okay. And, you know, I don't. He's a good earner. I mean, he's done well. He, he, there was interest from Everton, wasn't there, a couple of years ago in the period that JD was referring to, and I think they gave him a very handsome contract as a result. And uh, so I don't think there'd be too many that would um, 
Well, certainly no one in the championship would be able to get anywhere near it. Okay. With with all defenders fit, where what number rank is he for you, Tom? And your um, I'm with Adam. I think Sacco's way out number one. Um, you know, it drives me mad when I hear people say that he's got a mistake in him every game, and I see James McCarthy kick the ball over the goal when he's trying to cross it in, but that's not a mistake. Um, yeah, it just bloody drives me mad. The impact Sacco has on the midfield is that he pushes the midfield up 20 yards because he can carry the ball out. So net result is that we have more players further forward. So he has such a massive impact on the team. He's probably the best passer in the team as well. Um, so I'd have him number one. And then I think I look at Tompkins, I'd probably have Sacco and Tompkins, to be fair. Cahill, number three, probably. And then oh, I've never been a massive Martin Kelly fan. Um, you know, to me... Dan and Kelly probably there and thereabouts. I would d- disagree defensively. I think Cahill and Kelly would be my number one because I think they're the only pairing that actually plays a centre back pair. I don't. I don't disagree about Sacco as being a good passer, but defensively, I don't think he's. A, I don't think he's the best defender out of that that five. I, in terms of leadership qualities and noise, I would. I'd always pick him. And in terms of making things happen at either end of the pitch, but just. I think those two are the most stable. But I think whoever you pick, Dan is number five. I'll have him after Kiati, to be perfectly honest. I think Kiati brings what Sacco brings when he the, when he steps in, mm. in that he will carry the, he will take the ball forward, which is well. I think we are going to see probably more of Scott Dan over the coming weeks and months. And Dom ends his article by saying Palace should take heart from his presence. Do you take heart from his presence, Selzy? <laughs> I think he's a good fella. I've got to say that. You, you know, think he's, he's a, a good fella. No, he is, and he's he's decent. Apart from to you know who to have around him. I don't <laughs> yeah, know who you mean. I wish he'd stop saying that. Stop it. <laughs> um, no, he he's a good guy. I think, and I think no one would be keen for him to go. But obviously, out of respect, Kelly is an interesting conversation you're having there with Tom and Kev's views. I didn't think Martin Kelly would be good enough, but under Roy, over the last couple of years, playing as a central defender, he's really grown into a very good player. But I would caveat that by saying that the spell that he had playing at right back, because we didn't have anybody else, was too long, Mm. and he began to look more like the Martin Kelly that played under Alan Pardew for a few weeks. So... I hope that's a, a temporary thing rather than a, a yeah. permanent because he has done very well. You could argue that centre-half in our team is one of the easiest positions to play yeah. because our midfield is so defensive that, that you know, they don't get that exposed, do they? Where did you play? Uh, left midfield. Okay. I don't know why I asked that. Anyway, look, uh, you can read the rest of that article at uh, The Athletic and if you visit The Athletic... Scored 24 goals in my team. For Chips Is that your specialist subject, though? 10 penalties. <laughs> if you visit the athletic.co.uk forward slash FYP, you can get 30 free trial and see 50% off your yearly subscription and read brilliant articles like that from Dom Firefield. After the break, we've got the quiz. Come on! <laughs> Here we go. Welcome back to part two of the FYP podcast, and it's time for the Palace. Quiz episode. Oh, oh, the the so, nerves are jangling. Here we are, set into teams. We've got Kevin and Andy. Yeah, good. Team one name. Team, team name. Oh yeah, team name. No, the, no one else can come up with that. We'll go for the intellectuals. <laughs> Risky. And Selzy uh, <laughs> and Tom. What's our team, team name? Team name: the Ian Wright Appreciation Club. <laughs> Can I change teams? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so round and also one. The would be glad all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, round what one. Americanos? Is <laughs> a starter for one uh, round. So, uh, buzzer sound for Andy and Kevin is regression to the mean. Can you just pra- practice that for me? That's a regression really to the mean. Very good. Really and long. your buzzer sound is. Typical palace. Over the moon. <laughs> Over the moon, right, okay. Okay, so you need to Over do your buzzer moon, sound right, to buzz right, in. Okay. Your first starter for one. If you get the starter for one wrong, you get a minus point and it gets offered over to right, the other team. Okay. Your first starter for one is... So ha- we're buzzing in here? Yes, yeah, so you've got to do your buzzer sound. We, uh, we've all got a, we're all in here, are we? Well, you're in teams. <laughs> no, but, yeah. but yeah, we're all in. Remember your buzzer sound? And your buzzer sound? Brilliant. First question is, how old is Roy Hodgson? Regression to me. 
72. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. One Two point. point. <laughs> Your three bonus... You guys obviously can't answer. Your three oh. bonus questions are on Palace Managers. Does Ooh. that mean we are allowed to confer now? Allah, you you can confer now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And these are all worth um, a point each. So this quiz you nicked it from has obviously nicked it from you. Every round yeah, yeah. is nicked from Great. another... Yeah. Right, okay. Who was Palace's first ever manager? <laughs> Oh, well, that's an interesting question, historically. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to push you on that. Well, the first person who ran the team wasn't called the manager. He was the secretary. He was Edmund Goodman. Yeah, that's... N- is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's wrong. Because managers, he wouldn't have been the manager till. I'm going to have to push you on that, Kevin. We don't, I don't have all There's night. There's been a change in our... Uh... In our historical... Uh, you are not... Why are you getting late, involved? You've got nothing, don't you help them. Did, did, did you get the start question right, didn't Selzy? Right. Yeah. I'm why, gonna, why are you talking too quick? Andy, sorry, sorry, three sorry. seconds left. Sorry, guys. I'm going to have to push you. you they said Edmund Goodman. Okay, oh. unfortunately, Edmund Goodman is, is not right. It's apparently Mr. Jack Robson. Second question. <laughs> well, I'm going to challenge that. It's not, well, never mind. Uh, yeah, we, we might be the oldest football club in the world. That was obviously yeah, that that was that was the, the question. How many games did Malcolm Allison win during his second spell in charge? Not many. I know that. I Second spell. I think it was only. <laughs> I think I was at one. I'm going to say one. Is that your final answer? Yeah, is that all right? One. Yeah, fine. Correct. Is it a 4 yeah. 1 <laughs> victory over Norwich? I don't know. Final bonus question. Yeah. Of Palace managers who have managed 50 games or more, who has the highest win percentage? I wouldn't go with him. No. Hmm. Oh, oh no. Well, Can I have to push you on head. that, guys? Uh, God, God, I head. 50 games or more, yeah. 50 okay. games or more. No point in revising any of these. Come on. <laughs> you wasted right, your afternoon. This is either a ridiculous answer or a very good speculative answer. An answer would be good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building some tension okay, here. I wonder how many people have switched off in the last... <laughs> wake up, wake up, everyone at home. I'm going to go with Alan Pardew. Incorrect. Oh. It's, it da- it's Smith? No, it's Dave Bassett. 48.33%. Yeah. Did you know that could be right? Apparently so. Uh, your <coughs> next starter for one. Well, uh, we Who has know. scored the most goals? Johnny Byrne, Dougie Friedman, or AJ? Over the no. Yeah. Dougie. Correct. Oh. 108 uh, versus uh, 101 for Byrne and well, 85 for AJ. Your bonus <laughs> questions. <laughs> your bonus questions are on Stop it. Doug Friedman. Oh, oh. Who does he hate around this table? Very, 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 very close. <laughs> First bonus question. Despite playing only 49 games for the club, what accolade did Barnet fans give Friedman in 2007? Did you say, say, can you have the question again? Despite only playing 49 games for the club, what accolade did Barnet fans give Friedman in 2007? I didn't think he was there. I thought he was signed quite quickly after he'd gone there from QPR. I thought he was only there. He got in there like greatest ever team. We have a lot of questions to get through. So (laughs) Greatest player of all time. Yes, I'll give you that. Yeah, Fans' favourite player of all time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's right. Um, second bonus because question. He never walked out on them in the morning of an important game. <laughs> He'd never leave a job after and no, stop it, Kev. Go to a bigger club like Bolton. Yeah. Second bonus question. What is Friedman's relationship with former England keeper Ray Clements? Mary Sue's wife. Mary Sue's daughter. Ray Clements is his father in law, is the answer. I'll give them that. They, yeah, they, they, they knew it. They knew it. They knew it. Just, just chill out. Yeah, just chill out. Final bonus question. A bit excitable. Do you know what I mean? What was strange about Friedman's first Scotland call-up in 1996? I know. Estonia game. It was the game that was where they went on strike when it Estonia and they kicked off and put the ball in. That was it. Game over. Finished. Very true. One team in Tallinn, as it's known. So well done. You've got four points from that round. Final starter. For one, for this round. Get ready with your buzzer sounds. In the summer of 2018, which club did Max Meyer leave to join Palace? Over over with me. Schalke. Correct. That was very close. That was very close. No, you put it on the wrong one. Oh. (laughs) I had a buzzer. Relax, It doesn't really matter. It's not a problem. Right. Your bonus questions are on Palace mascots. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely tremendous. 
what was the name? I don't name? know where you got that idea from. I don't know who would have said that he would be holding hands with Luca coming up. I would never say that. What was the name of the school headmaster who was Pete the Eagle from the mid-90s to early 2000s and starred in a famous Coca-Cola advert? Peter Warwick. Is it? Go on then, go for it. Peter Warwick. Keith Blackwell. Mm. Lee and Kate McBride were Pete and Alice the Eagles from 2001 to 2007 and are a real couple in real life. But when did they get married in real life? Oh, I remember Mm. that. Probably in the... 2004. Oh, very close. June 2006. Ooh, and Andy Street would have known that one because we were at the wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. No, I don't remember it well. It was Palace Fiends. Were you a page boy? No. I thought oh, these questions no. were about Palace. That is about Palace. Oh, okay. Final so, bonus so question. It's a very loose connection we're getting here. Final bonus question. What is the name... Of the wildlife foundation that Kayla the eagle lives at. Oh, that's uh, something. Heights, Taylor. Something Kayla. Heights. I think yeah, it's Kayla. called something Heights, and I know it, it's called. It's called. Oh my God, I know it as well. Gonna have to push it you. It's something Heights, isn't it? Gonna have to push you for an answer. <laughs> I can't remember, but I know it. Too well. Incorrect. It was Eagle Heights. There you go. Oh, oh, very gosh. close. That is the right very, yeah, exactly, very yeah. difficult to yeah. guess. That <laughs> right. That's the end of round one. The scores at the end of round one are. What was your team name again? Oh, the intellectuals. The intellectuals have got two, and the Ian Wright Appreciation Society have got five. Oh. In round two. We're going to do the individual rounds. Oh. Well, okay. Uh, the mastermind themed round. Dun, dun, First up dun, dun. is Mr. Kevin Day. Kevin Day. You've got 10 questions. Holy shit. Uh, you're actually, I'm going to. So you have to do age, occupation, like they do a mastermind. I'm going to give you yeah. two minutes to get through 10, like they do a mastermind as well. Do you get to go back to them? No. I hope you're going to say I've started, so I'll finish. Obviously, I'm going to say that. If you pass, you go back to them. Okay, if you've got time, if you if you pass, you go back to them. You've got time. I think Christian um, Benteke could do that. Bit <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, your individual round is on Crystal Palace kits, and your time. I revised Jerry Murphy. That was an error, and the time starts now. According to historicalkits.co.uk, who who was Palace's first ever kit sponsor? Sponsor. Yep. Red Rose. Correct. When was the last time Palace didn't wear red and white, red and blue stripes as a home kit? Oh. Well, it depends whether you count half red, half blue as stripes. No. Main colours. 2007. 2008, 2009. What was the colour of Palace's first ever kit in 1905? It's claret blue. Aston Villa's kit. Correct. Which kit manufacturer did the club use in 90... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, why did Palace wear claret and blue as their first kit? Because uh, Edmund Goodman, who was the manager, came down from Aston Villa <laughs> with a set of kits. You could have just said borrowed from Aston Villa. Um, who, an additional point for the earlier question. Who so was kit... You're running out of time. Who was kit manufacturer uh, did the club use in the 94-95 season? Adidas. Nutmeg. Who has been Palace's kit sponsor for the longest period? Ooh. So I have a TDK. Church. TDK. TDK is correct, yeah. 87-88 saw the kit sponsor change a third of the way through the season. Who was the sponsor we started with and who took over? What season was that, sorry? 87-88. So they started with one and then one took over. You should have this one straight. You can pass. Pass, yes. Um, how did the 76-77 sash kit differ from successive sashes we wore? Didn't have the badge in the middle? Uh, correct, yeah. Um, what was strange about the kit sponsor during the 99-2000 season? What was strange about them? Yeah. You're out of time. I'm oh, sorry, I don't know. Oh, there wasn't one. Oh, okay. Um, you scored five. Well, well. Decent score. <laughs> the, round, the round should be sponsors rather than kits, shouldn't it? Yeah. Well, there's only so much you can ask about strikes. As uh, Steve, uh, Steve Parrish would say, um, there was one pass. Andrew but Copeland to Virgin, wasn't it? 
It was Andrew Carpenter's uh, version, uh, correct. Uh, Slitters. Very good. Right. Are you calling me a local Slitter from North? The next individual round is Mr. Adam Sells. And you have chosen Palace Goalkeepers. Palace Goalkeepers. Right, your time starts now. Julian Speroni has made the most appearances of any Palace keeper ever. How many? 405. Correct. He used to represent him. Which keeper played 155 <laughs> times for Palace from 1946 to 1951 and then went on to become the manager of the club in 1963? Dick Graham. Correct. Which uh, former Palace keeper Andy Woodman wrote a book with best friend Gareth Southgate about their time at Palace in 2003. What was it called? Woody and Nord. Fuck, these are too easy. Which keeper They're joined not. on loan from Orient in 1992 and didn't make it off the bench? Paul Hield. Wow. Correct. George Wood missed four games during the 85-86 season, three in the league and one in the full members' cup. Name the on-loan keeper from Oxford who replaced him in the Steve league Hardwick. game. Steve Hardwick. Correct. The full members' <laughs> cup fellow was... Um, Kenny, uh, oh, Ken Hughes, yeah, played one game. That so was that was the next question, oh, right, but unfortunately I can't give it to you because well, uh, you said it. Fucking right. I've read even the next question. I can't give you that because you, oh, you said it without me asking. You said it without me asking. And you're wasting your energy. Come on, next question. Palace signed two keepers in September 2002, or one on loan and one a short-term deal. Name them. September 2002. Is that the question? Yeah, I just said it. Alexander's Kalinko, Stuart Taylor. Incorrect. Nick McCopolis and Nick Sven Schuer. Oh, yeah, yeah, take that right, right man. Yeah. <laughs> <Sven Schuer> Palace <laughs> used four goalkeepers during the 2003 and 2004 promotion season and one extra that never played. Name them. Oh, my Ooh. God. I thought these were easy. Cedric Bertalan. Yep. Uh, Nico Vassen. Yep. Uh, Matt Clark. Yep. And there's one more, is there? Two more. Two more in that season. Yep. Uh, Bertalan, Vassen, Clark, Thomas Murrer. Yep. Wow. And You've got 10 seconds left. Um, this one didn't play. Ah, uh, who was there? Didn't play. It was Lance Cronin. Right, um, right. Adam, you scored five points at the end of the round. But an impressive, <laughs> very impressive, <laughs> very impressive. What were the other five questions? You started banging on, didn't you? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you yeah. later. <laughs> you did start showboating a bit. Oh, oh, yeah. Big time, yeah. right. Steve Hardwick. Round three. Round three is career paths. Um, so I'm going to show you the career paths of six Crystal Palace players. Uh, and I want you to name them. I'm going to read them out now for the listeners, and I'm going to show them to you, and you can work on them. I'm going to have a break while you do that. Mm-hmm. So, player number one. I find that written quizzes work we particularly well with radio. That's why I'm going to read them out. Okay. Uh, player number one. I'm going to give you the years as well. Player number one, in 2006, I've got them written down for you, so you don't need to. Okay. okay. In 2006, Lynn. So, don't, if you know the answer now, don't say them out. Write them down if you, if you know them as it, as it comes out. So, player number one, Lynn in 2006. Aslund, Aylesland, Palace, Ipswich, Strom's Godset. That's player number one. Player number two, in 1985, played for Asti, then played for Cocenza, Pisa, Napoli, Genoa, Reggiana, Juventus, Palace, Metz and Como in 2001. Player three, in 1989, played for Sunshine George Cross, then played for Heidelberg United, South Melbourne, Palace, Wolves, Rangers, Millwall, Melbourne Victory, and finally Sunshine George Cross in 2012. Player four, played for Southend in 1971, then Palace, Spurs, Orient, Oldham on loan, Exeter, Maidstone, Chelmsford, Dartford, and finally Enfield in 1991. Player five, played for Plymouth in 1991, then moved to Palace, Coventry, Wolves, Norwich, Leicester and Burton Albion in 2009. And finally, player six. I can't write this quickly, JD. No, I told you I've got written down for you. Yeah. literally <laughs> told you. No, you've got it wrong. Player six in 1955, played for Charlton, then played for Palace, Leighton Orient, and finally in 1975, St. Louis Stars. While the teams uh, work out their answer to that, we'll have a sh- uh, quick break and we'll be back what? after this.
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast quiz special. We've been having a break while the teams have been working on their career paths. How can you get closer to your mic? How are we feeling? Are we confident? Yeah. No. Glad all over. On, <laughs> over the moon. Okay. Um, so, player number one. Um, who have you got? Kevin and Andy. Jonathan. Oh, sorry. Jonathan Parr. And who have Same. you got? Same. Yeah. The correct answer is Johnny Parr. Player number two, who have you guys got? Michele Padovano. Likewise. Padovano, yeah. The correct answer is Michele Padovano. I was going to give you an extra clue in 2006 prison to make it easier. (laughs) Didn't need it. Uh, Player number three. Kevin Muscat. Kevin Muscat. Kevin Muscat is the right answer. Well done. Three out of three. Uh, Player number four, who have you got? Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor. The correct answer is... Are we ticking it off before I said the answer? <laughs> oh. It's Peter Taylor. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, player number five. Uh, Mark Edworthy. Pass. We, we didn't get that one. Get the that correct one. answer. We were toying with the idea of just copying what they said. But Did no, you have got... anyone in mind? <laughs> no, we, we struggled with that one, I'm afraid. The correct answer is Mark Edworthy. Ooh. Well done. That was difficult. Oh, and finally, credit, question uh, player number six. <laughs> Who have you guys got? Well, Charlton threw me a bit, but give it a John Jackson. Any of you guys got, yeah. got John Jackson? Yeah. The correct answer is John Sewell. Oh. oh. The Charlton yeah. thing was so a bit that was that's not right. Yeah. I couldn't make that. Yeah, because we were throwing around Bill Ruffy and people yeah. like that. Would you well. like an extra bonus yeah. career path? We'd love a bonus. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. His clubs go as follow. In 1995, you don't have to write it down because you won't be able to. In 1995, Cambridge United. Then, Leicester, Palace on loan, Norwich on loan, West Brom on loan, Gillingham on loan, Rushton on loan, Ryan on loan, (laughs) Trevor Benjamin. Correct. Well done. Extra point. Excuse me, didn't buzz. Huh? You didn't buzz. Did you buzz in? There was no buzz. There was no buzz. Okay, so after. to mean it's Trevor Benjamin. After round three, Kevin and Andy have got 12 points, and Tom and Selzy have got. 16 points, Ooh. so it is very close. Going into round four... We've got which... missing vowels to come at the end, we'll yeah. be fine. Right, uh, round four is general knowledge, and it's another fastest finger first, so I need you to use your well, buzzer sounds. Into, this has now gone into uh, who wants to be a millionaire, is it? Yeah, we can put some who wants to be a millionaire. Is there a million pound prize at stake? We can, can we I wish. build our way up? We'll put that music underneath. Uh, your buzzer sound? Regression is the meme. Yeah, and your buzzer sound? Over the moon. Very good. Question number one. Who has scored Palace's only Premier League hat-trick? Over the moon. Yannick Bellassi. Correct. 4-1 at Sunderland. Well done. Question number two. How many times has Steve Coppell been appointed at Palace? Regression to me. Four. Correct. Well done. I was toying with it. I'm not sure. Uh, question. I'm... I'm uh, Tom, Steve Coppell question. For anyone thinking it might be three, I need to point out that uh, the second spell, he was technical director, which is why yeah. I said appointed at Palace, not appointed manager at Palace. Yeah. For anyone shouting at their uh, phone. Question three. What is Wolf Zaha's full name? Regression to the main. Wilfred Darzet Zaha. No. Incorrect. Oh. I think it's Dazit Wilfred Zaha, isn't it? Incorrect. Is it? Oh. You're both He's got very an, close. an extra name, hasn't he? Has it's he a... Dazit Wilfred Armel oh. Zaha. Very okay. close. Well, I've got in the right order. Doesn't count. Question number four. What was hashtag typical palace about their relegation in 1995? Over the moon. Over the moon. Didn't buzz in. I did. I did. Started to buzz in. I'm going to give it to Kevin because yeah. he, he did start to. Four teams went down. Yeah. And Palace were the fourth from to Correct. even up. Yeah, to make the yeah. Premier League. Need to buzz now. <laughs> and the only team to have gone down. Was about that one. Fourth from bottom. Fourth from bottom. <laughs> and, and with record points. <laughs> yeah. Question number five. What was wrong with the first batch of shirts that Diodora made for Palace? Me. They had an H between the C and the R with the first Crystal word. So it's Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Well Brilliant done. That is, yeah. uh, any of you have one of those shirts? No. Well, you Got had the kit and the training ground. Yeah, it was... <sighs> 
wasn't the greatest that year, the kit. Uh, <laughs> right, question number six. What was the score when Real Madrid came to sell us to play the first gonna... game under oh. the lights? Three, four. Two. Three. Real Madrid. Three, two. Three, six. Four, three, Real Madrid is the oh, correct yeah, answer. Three, well, answer. Well done. Well four, done. I'm just going for tension. Um, <laughs> number seven. What? what did Simon Jordan say he would do if he heard one more East End boy story, done good story, from David Gold and David Sullivan in newspaper column in 2005? He'd, <laughs> he'd, he'd sit, on, he'd sit on, on a dildo, one of, the, one of uh, the Sullivan and Gold dildos from Ann Summers or something, didn't he? You're very close. He used a specific phrase. He said he'd impale himself. Impale himself. Yeah, yeah. He said he'd impale himself. Oh, I have to go with the, have to well, go with the phrasing. Question number eight. Who scored <laughs> Palace's first ever goal in the top flight? Ooh. Over the moon. Yeah. Jerry Queen. He scored the second. Oh, was it Ken? Was it Pass Roger it over. Roger Hind. It was Mel Blythe. Oh, oh. Very close, though. Um, question close, number nine. Well, you could have got it right. It was a year of my birth, so... No, it was a year before. Question nine. Who handled the ball in the lead-up to Freeman's 96-minute winner at Stockport? David Hopkins. Correct. Easy. I actually realised that I gave them your point. Yeah. Um, and question ten, final ten, uh, final question in this round. Which US rapper was linked with the takeover of Palace in March 2010? Puff Daddy, or yes. P. Diddy, as he then was. P. Diddy was the answer, so well done for correcting that. He took his first time. No, he he corrected it. Okay, so... You've done well the impale shout. Come on, you've got to be consistent. No, he gave his name as he said. I gave all of the names. I think the quiz master's got an agenda, to be fair, Tom. No, he's asking the question now. VAR, if you don't even buzz in, you still get it. You can't have rules. He asked the name now, and I've given his name now, and then also given him the alternative. Are you going to argue technicalities with a lawyer? He's not as philosophical as he was, was he? To be fair, the lawyer looked at us and went, ooh. He was quite uncomfortable with it. You need to appreciate when a good point is being made by the opposition. It's fine. Good round. After that round, Andy Kevin got 16. So was he and Tom? 19. Really? Very <laughs> close. They've got seven, they've got three. Which mm. should be only two I mean, points he's, he's throwing you points anyway, it's not a problem. Yeah. We, Sorry, we, three. You can we're make not it. allowed to answer. Uh, round five is the <laughs> higher or lower round, or we're going to call oh. it Play Your Palace Squad Numbers Right. Oh. So I'm going to give you a squad number uh, from a P- Palace player in a certain Premier League team. Oh. And I want you to tell me the next one, if it's Oof. higher or lower. We'll start with you guys, as you're in the lead. Oh. So the first squad we'll number is... Yeah. Okay. Do you I'll take a point off you. You're going to give me shit. Is, oh. in the 1994-95 season, Bruce Dyer wore number 10. Billy Bobble. Did <laughs> great... Pos- number 10, the position you play for offside. That's what he was listed in the Ruffman's yearbook that year, wasn't he? Offside. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Houghton... Yes. That uh, same year, was his squad number higher or lower than Brewster? I'm going to say lower. I think it was eight. Ray Houghton wore squad number 20. Oh, Ooh. killed it. So, I forgot to say, actually, you've got a life each. So, you're out. You've still got one life. You guys got what? two lives. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Otherwise, we'll, otherwise, we'll just go on forever. Otherwise, we'll just go on forever. Otherwise, we'll just go on forever. Yeah, I want to point out that you said that you'd take a point off Celsius if he gave you any more jip and he just gave you some more jip. That wasn't jip, that was banter. Um, well, you're going, right. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it to my learned friend, though. <laughs> uh, he needs to pipe down. <laughs> so, Ray Houghton was number 20. In 1997, did Herman Haridison wear a squad number higher or lower than 20? Higher. Correct. It was number twenty-two. Oh, no, no. One point. Oh, right. Tom, I'm you're on. Looking at sales. No, you're on your own. Thank you, mate. Don't, dear. So on to two thousand and four. So Horizon was twenty-two in ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Did Fitz Hall wear higher or lower Ooh. than twenty-two in two thousand and four, two thousand and five? Higher. I think he wore twenty-five. Didn't he? he wore squad number twenty-five. Well done. Correct. Well done. One point. Moving on to twenty thirteen. Next time Palace are in the Premier League. Uh, I'll go to you, Andy, for this one. Sorry, what was the last one? I wasn't listening fully. Fitzhall 25. Fitzhall 25, okay, thank you. So, Andy, this is on you, so if you lose this, you lose your life. Yep. Stuart O'Keefe. <laughs> what squad number did he wear in 2013? Was it higher or lower he than 25? He's every night, that's not fair. It's just the way it falls. It was higher than 25. Stuart O'Keefe wore number 
12. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, you lose oh, a life. Oh, no. Shame on you. So Andy and Selzy oh. are out. My that God. is embarrassing. Uh, Tom. I might, I might leave. Oh, it's been a fun quiz. <laughs> uh, in 2014-15... He'll be round your house now as well. <laughs> so I, can't wait wait for the the still there. I can't wait for the street specialist. Tom, your player is Adrian Mariapa. Oh, yeah. Adrian Mariapa, 2014-15. Did he wear a higher or lower shirt number than 12? Higher. Adrian Mariapa wore number three. You are out. <laughs> Unlucky. So, Kevin, you've now got the chance. Yeah, to, you've now got the chance to rack up some points you're if you can stay wrong. in this. Yeah, so yeah, here yeah. we go. This is a very well devised quiz round, I might say, Jamie. In 2015. Devised it or devised. In tw- so it's all on Kevin now. You've got the chance to rack up potentially five points can he and go in the lead. Me? No, you cannot confirm. Oh. In 2015-16, cough. Cough. did Breda Hangerland wear higher or lower than number three? Are you having a laugh or what? <laughs> Just stretch it. I mean, uh, I, well, no, but it's, it's higher. <laughs> You've got two or one to choose from, basically. You're going to go higher. Yeah, oh, higher. Fred Hangland wore number four. Yeah. Oh. Correct. In 2016 17, did Luka Milivojevic wear higher or lower than number four? Higher. He wore number. 28. Hmm. Correct. How in come they got all these low numbers? The conspiracy is really... Unbelievable. In 2017-18... It's messing with my mind here, though. In 2017-18, did Erdal Rakip have a squad number higher or lower than 28? Did he have a squad number? He had a, he had a squad number. All right. I'm going to lower. Rakip wore number... We didn't wear it, it didn't play, but he had a signed number... 31. Oh, Incorrect. Sorry, but man. you did very well there. You've well, racked you. up. That was a tough one, that Hangar Lane question. That was a chance oh, for you to get a few, uh, get a few questions, uh, a few points there. <laughs> the points now at the end of round five are Kevin and Andy, the Intellectuals, 19 points. Tom and Selzy, the Ian Wright Appreciation Society, 20 points. Tom knew that. I'm impressed. You have... Uh, I'm not saying he's competitive, talent. but he's checking the score every second. Oh, he's not the only one who's being competitive he's, he's That was a good round from Kevin he, there. He's um, chilling it back. JD's hand on, that, on those numbers. So, round six is the starting lineups. Oh, round. Right. I'm going to give you oh, a right. well-known Palace game. Uh, and you've got to... In turns, so again, you'll have one life each. Ooh. Tell me a player that started for Palace in that game. If you select a player that came off the bench, you get to pick again. If you pick a player that didn't play or was on the bench and didn't play, you lose your life. Can we choose the oppo as well? Uh, I doubt you'll get that far. But okay. So, Tom, you can go first. Uh, pick a player that started for Palace. Oh, yeah, I haven't done it. Psychic Tom. The panic on my face. Right, you'll get... The game is... Jerry Murphy. The 2004 Championship playoff final between Crystal Palace and West Ham United. Oh, <laughs> I could be a smart-ass and try and do the keeper, but I will go Shipley. Correct. Kevin? Fitzhall. <laughs> oh, he's gone in the first round. Oh, Incorrect. No. <laughs> you lose a life. Told you I was no good at this. Teams. Uh, Adam Sells? Nico Vassen. Correct. Andy Street, you're on your own now. Michele Leisurewood. Correct. Ooh, very good. Shoot, Tom. Hang on, I need to make note of these points. Uh, Tom. Um, AJ. Correct. Adam Sel- uh sorry, Street. Aki Rihilati. Correct. Selzy? Danny Granville? Correct. Street? Tony Popovich. Oh, that's what I was saying. Correct. Tom? Michael Hughes. Correct. Street? We've only got three left, haven't we? Wayne Routledge. Correct. You've got <coughs> two left. And a sub. Are they allowed to confer? Yeah. 
Um, you specifically said no. I asked not really, but I no. didn't actually tell them to. So no, from, from now on, yeah, from now on, it's fine. All right. From now on, from now on, writing down something to show. Yeah, yeah, fair. From now on, I didn't, I didn't say it at the start. From now on, no confirm. Okay. It's too late. He's already written it down for him now. Correct. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't specify. I've only got one more player left. Andy Street. There are two players left. One that started and one that came off the bench. The keeper, yes. Yeah, they've done the keeper. Oh, yeah. Nico Verzen. Gonna have to push you straight. I think I've got the start. Have you? So one that started and one that came off the bench. Correct. That's put me at least start. 10 more seconds. <laughs> it's not two that came off the bench. I think I've got the start. Gonna have to push you, mate, because I have to get home tonight yeah. at some point. Gonna be a lot of editing here, Jimmy. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> Any chance or what? Nothing like that. I'm Nothing gonna have like to give you a five second countdown. Five. It's like pop four, master. We've gone pop master. Three, now. two, two one. one. Boom. Unlucky. You guys have done very well. You've done very well. Um, Selzy? No, you. Uh, Sean Derry. Correct. That was a sub, wasn't it? No, that he started. There was He's one more sub, Selzy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a countdown as well. Five, I think I know is. four, three, two, one. Tommy Black? No, he was on the bench though. Mm. He, it's not, not for a point. But has Aki been said, is it? Yeah. yeah. Right. It was Darren Powell. Oh. Right. That's I'm going to give you another. The final ones. Yeah. I'm going to give you, and you I did really well. Started, that was really good. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Um, I've got another. <laughs> we've got another one. <laughs> who didn't start? Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, okay, who didn't start? I can tell you who the other unused subs were Cedric Bertland, uh, Ben Watson, Tommy Black, and Dougie Friedman. Ben Watson. <laughs> Underrated. Who didn't start Ben Watson? Darren Powell. Only one. Start him all next season. Right. Disgrace. The, the next game is the 1997 playoff final between Crystal Palace oh. and Sheffield United. Oh. Trickier one, this. <laughs> we'll start with. Uh, street. Carlo Nash. Bollocks. The way he said that, he sounded like he sounds like the um, uh, ridiculous game that everyone talks. David Hopkins. <laughs> David Hopkins, correct. Kev. Really bad at these games. Yeah. Can't read your right. You can write down what's been said. Okay, yeah, what's been said? Yeah, fine. Nothing more. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to think of celebrating on the pitch at the end in front of us. I'll give you a, I'll give you a clue. Oh, will I give you a clue? No. Played in the 97 final. I'll give you a clue. There was one player that's played in both games. I'm rubbish at teams. Dean Gordon. Correct. <laughs> Although he wasn't the player. No, no. no. <laughs> no. That was a good. Adam Sells. Right. Uh, Bruce Dyer. Correct. Couldn't chop a blind man in a maze. <laughs> Andy Street. Neil Shipley. Correct. And Neil Shipley started in both yeah. of these player finals. The game I was thinking of was that Culverhouse, and you sound like uh, Barry. Is it Barry Glendening? Um, what I sound like, Barry Glendening. Ed Worthy. Mark Edworthy, correct. Yeah. So how many have we got? How many subs were used, JD? There were three subs. None of them were used. Right. So it's only the eleven, is it? So you've got one, Six two, so three, four, Six. five left. Mm. You've done six. Mm. They're quite tricky. Oh. These on the, the last five. Are you going to push him or are you just going to let him? It's you, isn't it? Is it my go? Yeah. No, it's Kevin. Oh, don't push him. <laughs> 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 no. I instantly regret that choice. Now you, can, you can see why he's a lawyer with his level of shithousery that he's uh, operating with. I'll be here all night. I'm terrible on teams. Pass. Yeah. Pass. Okay. Um, Sorry, who's me. next? Selzy. Selzy. Viet. Incorrect. No. You lose a life as well. He was on the bench. Yeah, Dink so that's me against three, isn't it? Yeah. David Tuttle. Oh, I was oh. doing him. Correct, he David Tuttle. That was, uh, Muscat. That was my other one. But... Correct, yeah. oh. Kevin Muscat. Where did Muscat play then? That was where he left back, didn't he? 
no, possibly sent. Well, it looks no. like looks like a back three. Yeah. So that's going to save Muscat. Well, we've got Edwards, Chattel, Muscat, Gordon, you've got a... Ray Houghton. Ray Houghton was on the started on the bench and did not come on. Oh. Incorrect. Unlucky. <coughs> uh, Selzy? No, it's no you're out. It's Tom. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. There's three left, Tom. You've got one, two. You've got three left. Yeah. Much easier, You just turn it around for him. Gonna have to push you. You guys have done very well on this Wait, one. I'm, I'm gonna go left field because I haven't got anyone. Gareth Davies. It's on the bench, really. Incorrect. Oh. Simon Rogers. Unlucky. The three remaining players were Simon Roger, oh. Andy Linegan, oh. and Andy Roberts. Oh. Andy Roberts, good player, Andy Roberts. Good effort from everyone there. That was very good. At the end of that round, Kevin and Andy have... 112? 27. Oh. <laughs> and Tom and Adam have 30. Oh, Stuart, okay. Only three in it. We now move on to the remaining individual rounds. Oh. Here we go. First up, Andy Street. Good luck, Street. <laughs> right, uh, Andy, you've got uh, two minutes to answer questions on the life and times of Stuart. Am I allowed to set my own timer? No. Why no, oh, are you quiz How dare you? Undermine my authority. But that's a point. That's a point off. off on his phone. <laughs> can you? Can I, I, I respectfully request one. You deduct a point. From I'm waiting for my learning ten friend. questions. Ask yeah, the question. You 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 said uh, responded in negative. That's fine. I'm not going to set a time limit. Your two minutes starts. You wouldn't want him in court when he argues. So now, where was Stuart O'Keefe born? UK <laughs> Suffolk I'm going to take that as a pass it was the village of I in Suffolk when he, uh, why was he released by Ipswich at the age of 16 being too small not physical enough I'll give you that not um, not enough, come on that's not what, that's correct that's correct what award was he nominated in his first season at Southend despite only playing three games young player of the season League One Apprentice of the Year. I can't give you that. It's not. Yeah, uh, it's close 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 um, what indignation did O'Keefe suffer on his Palace debut in 2010? He was subbed, uh, having been a sub. Correct. He was subbed on and then subbed off. Um, O'Keefe scored uh, his one and only goal for Palace against Sunderland in August 2013. How many minutes into the game did he score? 89. 90th minute. Oh. Um, oh, quest- come on. Question. That's not right. Question six. Who, who did he replace in the 2013 playoff final? Kagisho Dikajoy. Correct. Can't you give him one with four answers? You're wasting right. his time. Um, number good. seven. Yeah. How many games in total did he play for Palace? And I'll give you a margin error of five. 39. Oh. He, no, 51. Question number eight. Question number eight. Where is he currently playing now? He is currently playing... At Gillingham. Pompey. The cheating there. <laughs> I'll give you that. You're, you're behind. Uh, question number nine. What is the most amount of matches that O'Keefe has ever played in a season for any team? 25, 26 or 27? Oh, hang on. My full choice as well. Come on, man. It's outrageous. 25. 27 for Cardiff in 2015-16. And final question. 10 seconds left. How old is he right now? He is... 29. He's 28. Oh. Unlucky. Andy, you scored four oh, points oh, in that. Is Neil the Fish these questions? No, I wrote those ones. Oh, I, even I knew he was born in yeah. you, get, you get multiple choice. I have to name five players for my answer. You've got, you got more time to revise. Uh, Tom, right, that leaves... Can we stipulate that Selves is quiet during yeah, people's oh, questions? Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. all right, that's fair. Yeah, that's good, fair. good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a quick, it's a quick fire round. That yeah. leaves Tom and your... You're, there's only one more round after this. Uh, your specialist subject is the 1990-91 season Glorian. for Crystal Palace, obviously, not just in general. And your two minutes starts now. Both Ian Wright and Mark Wright scored hat-tricks in an 8-0 Lombolo's Cup win against Southend in the 25th of <laughs> September 1990, which... Players scored the other two. Hodges and Thompson. Correct. Oh, very good. Which player scored on his debut versus Luton on the opening day of the season? Eric Young. Correct. 
Name the two players on the bench for that Luton game <laughs> who never featured in the Palace first team match day squad uh, afterwards. That might be the hardest question we've had tonight. <laughs> no idea. Wow. Mark Dennis and Gary O'Reilly. Wow. Phil Barber scored his last ever Palace goal in a 3-0 win Norwich. away in 1990. Who are the opponents? Norwich, correct. Uh, number five. Okay? Which future England international signed uh, from South End? Signed for South End from Palace in the 1990-91 preseason. Chris Powell. Correct. And which future England international signed for Palace from Stafford Rangers at the same time? Stan Collingwood. Correct. Who won Supporters Player of the Year for 1991? Jeff Thomas. Correct. How many league goals did top scorer Ian Wright finish the season with? 15. Correct. This is cheating. He's a teacher saying the value of revision. It's <laughs> oh, taking my time. You've got so much time left as well. Name the player who was born, brought and sold by the club in this season. Glenn Hodges. Born? Born? Bought and sold was Glenn Hodges in the same yeah, season. Bought, yeah. yeah, bought and sold. Glenn Hodges is the right answer, even though the question was completely uh, messed up. And final question, which two players left for QPR in a joint £250,000 deal at the end of the season? Tony Witter. Yes. Am I allowed to help? Nope. No. He doesn't need help, does he? You've got, you got 15 seconds, so you've got time to think about it. It's another Tony, isn't it? No. Don't uh, The other player was Gary Thompson. Oh. Very good round. Tom, you scored... GT down for you to help you. You scored eight points. A very impressive round. So that means going into the final round, uh, Andy and Kevin have got 31, and Tom and Adam have got 38. Yeah, Tom's got 30. Right. Tom's got 38, so has he got the hump. Oh, outrageous. Outrageous behaviour. Like asking me questions with five answers. The last round might be Julian Speroni's gloves. You don't know. <laughs> 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 this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so it could uh, be ten good things Dougie Freeman's done for Palace. Oh no. Round eight. Final round we'll of the quiz. We'll only get to five because it'll only be half done. And there are seven <laughs> points in it. Uh, and there's, five and there's <laughs> seven questions in it. So it well, could it could end up being a draw. Um, we're going to do a penalty shootout. Oh. So I'm going to ask you a question, and the answer is a number. In your team, so to give me a number, the closest to it will score the penalty, or save the penalty. So we'll start with uh, Tom and Adam taking a penalty against Kevin and Andy. Okay. Question number one. And you can confer and then give me an answer. Where have you nicked this round from? The internet. (laughs) (laughs) What is the capacity of Selhurst Park? Exactly. Exactly. As given by who? The internet. Are we both? They are answering this first, and you're, you're both answering it. Right. And if they get closest, they score the penalty. And if you get closest, you save the penalty. Why can't we score a penalty? You're, you're, you're one next. You're in goal. Oh, right. So we, who's answering first? You're, you're going to answer first. But you're, you're in a team. You're in teams for this one. Right, we're going to say. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, do we just have to write it down, or do we have to say it? Write it down. It's fine. I'm not going to come to you. Okay. okay, you got an answer? Got an answer. Got an answer. Okay, uh, Adam, your answer is? 26,285. And Andy and Kevin? 26,400. 26, might be 385, so they might be near. I'm not sure. What Jim's is it? <laughs> counting here. So we're the answer I have here, Yeah. and now I'm doubting it, is 25,000. It's 25,456. Which means you scored yeah. your penalty. Well Ooh. done. Uh. <laughs> no, but you can you can, <laughs> save, you can <laughs> save them and oh no, you can't. Anyway, um, you playing for pride, listeners, please. Uh, consideration. <laughs> right, uh, Kevin and Andy, your penalty. How many times did Jim Cannon play for Palace? Is that right? Okay, so your shot on goal is? 595. 595, and your save attempt? 660. The correct answer is? 660. Save the penalty. Oh, sorry, you meant FA Cup games as well. (laughs) 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 Sorry, mate. Oh, sorry. Right. 
It's a good save. Uh, number three. So you guys taking a penalty. How much in pounds did Palace win off Tony Pulis? Oh. Are you including costs? Oh, it's a legal question. Only I'm going only... on what the reported figure was. So I don't know if it includes costs or not. Yeah, but there were three different components to it, J.D. You've lost already, so I really don't care. <laughs> I'm referring to my... If he loses right. this question when it's illegal and he's read about it a hundred times... I've only heard Steve Parrish's version, so I'm knocking, <laughs> I'm knocking several... <laughs> no. I, I'm, so this is you taking, right, a, taking okay, your penalty? We'll say... Four million pounds. Four million pounds is the shot on the save attempt, Andy? I went 4.1. The correct answer is 3,776,000. So your shot creeps (coughs) into the bottom corner. Yes. Uh, Question number four. So Andy and Kevin shooting. You're losing this shootout 3-0 already. But we're (laughs) going to carry on anyway. How many Johns are in Palace's top 100 all-time appearance makers? Oh, that's interesting. Crikey. Well, for the, for the benefit of people listening at home. I've got two so far. And in fact, if you guys get it right, three. I'll let you name the Johns let's for some extra points to, to try and level. Oh, let's go. Worse. Yeah. Appearances. So in, the, in Palace's mm, list of uh, all-time appearances in the top 100 players... Ever. Ever. There are a certain number of Johns. Johnny Byrne, Johnny Slarko. And, and by that I mean first names. Johnson. So not Andy Johnson. Twelve. I don't. Um, yeah. Twelve. Twelve is we're, their attempt. We're going to say six. Six is your save attempt. The correct answer is seven. Oh. oh. And just for fun, can you try and name them? John Jackson. Yep. John Sewell. Yep. Johnny Byrne. Yep. John Slarko. Yep. John Pemberton. John Pemberton. No. Oh. No, wasn't it? You've Barrage. got no. You've got three left. Badgie not in it either. No. John Craven. No. Uh, John. One's another right back. John. John Humphrey. John Humphrey. Oh, one's a centre back from the sixties. McCormick. John McCormick. John McCormick. And McCormick. one is a player I don't know when he played. <laughs> Brilliant. Johnny uh, McNichol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played for Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea's captain when they were Right. The Whose penalty yeah. was that? I've lost count. Who's taking the penalty then? Yeah, okay, so you're taking the penalty now. Uh, how many people watched globally Palace's game with Sheffield United in September 1998 after it was broadcast in China? Yeah, that, was, that was something like something ridiculous. Like, well, are they writing something down? All I can tell no, you. I'm listening to something. <laughs> <laughs> and then just tell me, Dave, my own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from million, yeah. All I can tell you is that my dad was genuinely worried that if we scored, the whole population of China would jump up and down and cause a tidal wave. <laughs> genuinely thought that might happen. We did How score. Did we won one nil. And there was no tidal wave. No tidal wave, no. Because so, yeah. his grasp of geology and. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your answer? One point two billion. One point two <laughs> billion. Whole of the globe. <laughs> I'm only going one point one billion. Current <laughs> answer is a hundred million. Okay. We win. So I actually you had a hundred million written down, but I just wanted to be facetious. But still, <laughs> I was bantering. Right. Uh, your final penalty. How many FYP podcasts have there been, including this one? Oh, sugar. It was. You didn't say a number at the top, did you? Does it, does it include extras? I it, no. I thought it was that. There main, main podcast. No, How many since Sean Derry? It's not that many since Sean Derry. You ring? That's you going for that? Well, I'm I'm I mean, you're on that. That was 300th, and that wasn't a year ago. Was it not? You, you, hang on, I'll put my glasses on. You've done well with it, You guys done very well. You've done well, mate. The patience. Okay. <laughs> I want to know what the other five questions were. Right, we'll go. We'll oh. go. Right. No, 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 Kevin. No, Kevin, I'm Andy. Here, good point. Three, one, five. No, three, two, seven. I said you, oh. dick. Three, two, seven. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go with three, two, seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're two out either way. We've got, we've got. I've written down three, two, five. He's written down three, two, nine. So what are you going to go for? Right in the middle. What are you going to go so for? So we'll go. Go with your one. We'll go, go three, two, six. 
Or do you have 327? Yeah. The answer is 322. Oh! Creeps in the bottom corner. Uh, and that is the end Sorry, of the quiz episode. Give yourselves a round of applause. Top, top, Incredible top, effort. Good quizzing. All round. The final scores are... I thought that was going to be terrible and it was only mediocre. So Brilliant, thanks, mate. It's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. Was it the intellectuals? It was, yeah, I regret that now. But yeah. <laughs> it's not ironic, no. <laughs> Final score of 32. Very oh, good oh. score. And what was your, your team name again? The Ian Wright Appreciation Society. 43. Well done. Winners of the inaugural FYP quiz episode. Tell to tell the grandchildren in years to come. Well, there you go. Thank you very much for taking part. And thank you to listeners as well. I hope they enjoyed listening along. And, you know, tweet us in. Let us know what scores you got. They won't still be listening. (laughs) 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 Well done, JB. Right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to this pod. Hope you enjoyed that one-off special podcast. We might do that again at some point in the future. Who knows? Uh, In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Podcast Network.